0: Inspiration Nation. Hello, it's Lee Kemp here again with Joe Neuer for another week of the Inspiration Nation podcast. How are you doing, Joe?
1: Yeah, good. Hi, guys. How are you all? Um, welcome to another podcast. I really enjoy being here. Thanks, Lee.
0: I um, just want to throw a quick thanks out well, so, so everyone who's listening to this especially the people who engage with us particularly through Twitter at the moment mm. there is a lot of conversation that comes off the back of the shows each week yeah. um, a lot of response to the videos Joe's putting out to some of the promotional stuff that's put out as well we really really appreciate everything that's coming in from you guys I mean one, one of Joe's videos that prompted a lot well I'm going to say probably a week's worth of responses was around forgiveness I know that's going to mm. um, form a show in the future because that's yeah. something that really evokes a lot of response and we really genuinely appreciate everything we get from everyone at the moment out there. Um, for everyone listening, through whatever platform you're listening through if you can leave us a review, particularly if you can leave us a five star review, we'll really appreciate that. Just keep, you know spread the message, the more people get listening um, the better this gets for everyone um, In that vein, we've set up via Facebook so we have got a Facebook page, it's quite new there's not a lot going on there at the moment um, the same tag as with Twitter, so it is at listen To in That is listen, T-O-I-N. And we've set up a Facebook group on there as well, because we say there's a lot of conversation going on. We thought it might be good to set up a group if people want to talk about what they're hearing in the podcast, turn it into wider conversations. We'd really like to see you guys in there. So, again, if you look us up on Facebook, there's a link to the group in there. And really just a bit of an experiment for us. We want to see how that goes, what sort of conversations it can get going and how, you know, that can start feeding what we talk about on the show.
1: Yeah, I think that'd be really good. I'm excited about that. So I think that's one of uh, Lee's brainchilds, and I like it. So uh, it'd be really good to see in there. So I've I've joined it, um, so it'd be great to see you guys on there. So it'd be good. Yeah, go do it. Right, so what are we talking about this week then, Joe? Oh, right, so this week it is about rejection. So as Lee said quite nicely, was that we've got um, a lot of people commenting on the stuff now. Um, Now, this actually came through Instagram, so... You'll know through our social media channels, we got Listen to IN, Twitter, and Facebook, and we've just launched the actual Instagram page, haven't we, for Listen to IN as yeah. well. Um, we're going to post some content on that. But this came through uh, my own personal uh, Jane, Jane Coaching Technology Instagram page. It came um, from um, someone uh, from a lovely follower, uh, John Michael Roy, and he wanted us to talk about rejection. And so that's going to form um, a whole part of our episode this week. Um, So should we just jump into it, Lee? Should we just go with it? Yes, let's go. Okay, so um, let's define rejection then. That's what we're going to do. So we're going to define just rejection as the dismissing or refusing of a proposal or idea, i.e. your idea is rejected or not being accepted. Um, So you might not be accepted for a job or anything like that, so you you just feel rejected. So the objective for this particular episode of the podcast is really to be able to process rejection and recognise that being rejected is part of life and how we can use it to make us grow and improve. So rejection is a part of a place where we can start to use it to think, actually, how can I start to improve from that? So that's really what we're talking about. So I have a little story around rejection. When I look at people who are mega successful... They have been rejected so many times. There's a guy called Jack Ma. I don't know if anyone's heard of him. Amazing um, guy. He is the founder and executive chairman of Alibaba. Um, He now runs a multi-billion dollar business. Um, If you look him up, um, just have a look at his business. uh, When I looked him up, uh, I think they had a net income of $9.7 Um, and that is crazy. And when I tell you a little bit about his story, and I encourage you to look up his story, you can start to see, well, actually, if I'm going through this rejection for a job or anything like that, you just think about things like that. You think the most successful people have been rejected. So let's just go through his story a little bit. Um, so he applied for 30 jobs um, and got rejected for all of them. He was rejected by KFC. Uh, 24 people went for the job and only 23 were, accept- 23 were accepted. He was the only one that was rejected. He applied for the police and out of... The five people, four were rejected, uh, four were accepted, sorry, and he was rejected. Um, he applied to Harvard 10 times and was rejected. Um, and so if you think about that, and now he's running a, what is it, £8.7 billion business, you can start to see what he took away with him. He still had belief um, in himself. And I think this is what we need to be dealing with when we look at rejection. So my, myself, I, you know, I've been rejected. Um, I've been rejected when I was at school. Asking girls out, I've been rejected. So even going back to that. I've been rejected at job interviews um, when I've gone for jobs. Um, I mean, when I was probably about, about 14, 15, I went for a job for a car parts uh, job. And I I remember going in my, my big flares then, I think got big sort of flares and stuff. How long ago was this, Joe? Oh, well, it's quite a long time. <laughs> I can't remember when I was 14 or 15. So we must be talking, what? I can't even work out the maths. <laughs> I can't work out of that. It sounds no, like I wasn't
0: even born then. No, you
1: weren't even born then. <laughs> but that, but then I, I I said, why didn't I get it? I thought I presented well and everything, but I just didn't get the job. Again, that's part of my uh, rejection. So lots of stuff has gone on. I've been rejected with promotions. Um, and, and again, that's another thing to be aware of. Um, I was rejected. And I was made redundant. And when you go back to story in episode one of the podcast, I'll talk about that, about my journey. And so there's a lot of rejection that's gone on in my own life. Um, but with all that rejection we're now here at this point of um, our lives and it's about persistence about going forward um, so when I was rejected for that promotion at a time I, you know it did hurt um, so it's just really doing this to accept it um, and understanding reasons why you may have been rejected perhaps we didn't do anything wrong just we just didn't fit you know sometimes that because a lot of people who interview or do sort of things or they've got their own things that they've got a sort of view on uh, you, you may be Skills-wise, great, but you just don't have got a fit. Perhaps, um, you know, we, when going for promotion, you may have had the right skills, but you just didn't, you weren't a fit for the team. Um, this happened to me. I felt promotion was for me, one of my jobs. You know, I thought this promotion was just perfect for me. I even helped the person who got the promotion um, in their role. So I actually helped them develop their skills, get used to the systems, how it worked. And, you know... I helped them, you know, navigate some problems, um, and I felt I felt this is definitely for me. This, this promotion it should be for me. You know, I almost felt like obligated that it should be for me. Um, so I had the skills, um, you know, uh, but I just wasn't a fit. Uh, my my style just didn't fit either, and it was sort of more of like a um, sort of an upper management position which I was going for at the time. Um, but the style they were looking for at the time was more like a tell culture back in those days it was it was um, not so collaborative more it's now management's more collaborative or it should be now hopefully um that's what we would promote collaboration people um so it was more directive it's more like a tell culture um and it was clear to me that now looking back at that that I'm a collaborative person I like to work with people so that would never work for me I don't want to tell people I don't want to help people get to where they want to be so now we're talking about this podcast about helping collaborating getting ideas doing them that would just suffocated me so so in hindsight there, yeah.
0: like you said, looking back now, mm. that wouldn't have been the right role for you anyway. No. So actually, yeah. like you said at the time, not a good thing. But mm. when you look at your overall journey, it's yeah. probably helped shape where you are now and who you are. And you said probably would have sent you down a completely different path and you were in the wrong job with the wrong mentality. Absolutely. And I would do, I would have been
1: so stressed in that position because it wouldn't have been me. And I couldn't, you know, clearly, you know, the management at the time, they were looking for a specific type of person, and I didn't fit that much. I had all the skills, but I just wasn't the type of personality they needed at that time. And if I had got that, if they said, "Oh, tell me, we will give it a job, I would have really struggled, because I know what the demands would have been of me to be like that, and that wouldn't be me. And this goes back to our another episode on authenticity, doesn't it? You know, we've got to be authentic, and if, you know, we, we shouldn't go for roles where, you know, we don't feel that it's going to be us.
0: No. You know, no, think
1: absolutely right you might go for the money, but it's not about the money it's about does that fit with who you are um uh, and in fact, I've you know recently turned down um, a potential you know promotion because of that um and that for me is but that's the growth and when you think of Steve Jobs' quote about connecting the job the stops backwards, yes. You see, it, it's weird. You don't see it at the time, but you see it when you're, you're there in the future. You look back and you go, "Oh, of now and I'm here. I can look, make sense of it. But I didn't at the time. I was very disappointed, and that was really what it was. Really, um,
0: you made me think of a couple of things there that happened Good. to me, Joe. If I can, yeah, you go for it. Interjecting, exactly that sort of thing has happened, and again, it's as you look back at things. So way back um, when I was younger, obviously not as long ago as when you were younger, Joe, but oh, I Lee. wasn't wearing flares. I don't look at my might have been wearing bootcut jeans. I think they were probably the style at the uh, the late 90s. I don't
1: know. I was, I was even like mid-80s and these those things were real flares, man. They were like flares.
0: I was about five years old then. So <laughs> I um, when I left school, went to college, I studied... I went into college with a view that I was going to go in and I was going to study law and I was going to go off to university Mm -hmm. and become this great successful lawyer. What I found out as I was going through at college is I'm not really the studying sort of person. Um, Mm -hmm. So I decided I wanted to get a a job that gives you qualifications rather than going off and studying for years, which I think, again, looking back, you know, everyone takes their different journeys. I would never knock people off of higher education. I also don't think it's the only path into work. Um, There's different ways to go depending on your work ethic and how you look about Mm -hmm. things. But anyway, I'm going off on a different direction there. So I went for an interview with an accountancy firm um, and I didn't get the interview. In fact, I was told at the end of the interview that I wasn't successful in the interview as they brought in one. But they they gave me some feedback in the room, which Mm. at the time, I suppose, was hard to hear. But actually... And I know from seeing the message you got from John, who, who sort of gave us this idea, mm. a big part of what he was talking about is how you deal with rejection. Mm. So I was rejected in from that accountancy role. I now think, you know, again, looking back, that accountancy probably wouldn't have been the job for me because mm-hmm. sitting down, you know, <laughs> doing those sort of things, you know me, Joe, I don't think it would have been the, the best fit for my time. Absolutely no way. But I was really focused on going mm. into something, getting, a, you know, something you can yeah. build a career on. But they, the, the key bit of feedback they gave me is I hadn't really done any research, which was completely true. Because they asked me questions about what I you know, what accounts and qualifications I wanted to go for mm. and I didn't even know what they were. Yeah. So I then started looking for other jobs where they talked about getting industry level qualifications, saw a, an advert for a company that we know quite well, Joe, because yes. that may be where we started to work together. Yeah. Um and what I did was I researched what the qualifications were in that industry mm. before I went into it. I had some questions prepped about it, which okay. you know sounds silly now to say I went into an interview without any yeah. prep, but it's my first one. Yeah, yeah. And really what I took from that interview, rather than just it knocking me... Mm. I went off and I made sure for the next one, I wasn't going to look stupid mm. when I was asked that question. And actually, if anything, I think I slightly over-prepared for this one with the mm. level on the qualifications mm. bit, which is no bad thing. Yeah. And really, in terms of that, how I dealt with, you know, from a very real view and at, at quite a young age, how I dealt with that rejection mm. was I learned from it and I made sure wherever I went wrong, mm. I wasn't going to go wrong in that way again. And I think yeah. it's just that constant evolving and developing is is a big way of how you deal, you know, you see rejection as an opportunity to grow, Mm. which, you know, rather than just that being a soundbite, and I might use that as a (laughs) soundbite, is something I did and lived and happened. Um, And the same bit where you talk about promotions, a funny bit I talk about people, um, and I mentioned this to uh, someone, a mutual friend of ours the other day, actually, um, is within my career obviously there's two ways generally you get promoted in a workplace one is you interview for a role where there's Mm -hmm. a lot of interest a lot Mm -hmm. of people happen Mm -hmm. from it or you get promoted through you know circumstance if there's a restructure or as things grow you're the right person Mm -hmm. for the role and it becomes a natural thing Mm -hmm. and I've had throughout my career I've had a number of promotions Mm -hmm. over the years um And the thing people always find quite amusing is never has that promotion come from an interview. So despite Mm. everything I've done, I've never once successfully interviewed for a role. Which is quite That's a lot amazing. of to have, but That's actually, amazing, isn't it? I've, whatever the feedback is, mm. whatever's happened. Again, what I've done from that mm. is I haven't gone out and stuck two fingers up, and mm. you know, as as can be a thing mm. that mm. you know that people do as a natural reaction to that sort of situation. I've gone out, I've carried on doing whatever I'm doing. Mm. Whatever the gaps were that people felt, I've had, I've tried to fill them, and over time, I've managed to move beyond those points that I struggled with. Mm. But again, it's you know dealing with that, and actually, I think where people do get rejected and I've shared this story with them when that's the mm-hmm. case I think it's quite reassuring to know that, that that's what's happened and I've, I've used that story over the years mm-hmm. and it keeps proving itself right because yeah. over the years I just keep building up the evidence to say that that's very true which yeah. is kind of my amusing way that that rejection I felt I hope can you know in a way it helps other people through yeah. that
1: experience I think it, go, it inspires people that's that's definitely inspired me as well like just hearing that story I think you know it's part of this whole thing this whole piece is like Inspiration Nation that's an inspiring story and I think <laughs> the way you responded to that is really healthy but it's really difficult because we get an emotional response to that and I think you've reflected that but at the time you did have an emotional response but then you dealt with it it like you dealt with the emotion and then you thought well, what can I do almost like a, almost like a natural
0: trait for you so what I like is that because I am naturally crap at interviews that inspires <laughs> other people to be okay I if they it. don't do so well that's a brilliant I love that <laughs> and the thing is but,
1: but the thing is with that is that you by sounds of it and I know you're doing it you, you, you get that position by the action you take rather than the interview and I think there's three things that I think you hit on which are great on there there's you, people can take you for your skills people can take you because of your personality and people can take you because of the way you respond and I think there's three critical things there around rejection. You know, even if you get rejected, how do you respond? So people will be if you if you go for a job or position or you go with clients, they're gonna look at how you respond. And if you respond well, that will stand in you in good stead, I think. And that's about I don't some we don't like the word brand or personal brand. It's very corporate, isn't it? Um, but you can interpret my personal way I deal with things and just dress it up to how yeah. you like. So whatever works for you. But I think that from all that I've got from that is is how I've responded. But now look at how you've grown in terms of from that and saying, well, actually, yes, I've been rejected, but I'm using it in a way that I can develop. And I understand I'm not the best at interviews, but I'm going to make the best of that if I do. And because you did, you said I went away, took the feedback, applied, but everything is, then you haven't needed to do it because of the way you've been in your job. And actually, you've applied almost what you've learned from your rejection in your role, and then used that as an inspiration for others which I think is a real sort of a whole rounded concept around how you do that with others. So I think it's brilliant. I really do. So thanks for sharing that because I don't think you... It's really nice to hear your stories and I I didn't
0: know that. No, that just popped in my head there and yeah these things are kind of squirreled away yeah um, speaking of growth I want to take a quick moment here to mention um, JN coaching technologies um, as we talk about in the show coaching is Joe's bread and butter it is what he loves to do he wants to be there to help to inspire people to help people reach their potential Um if you stick JN coaching technologies into your generic search engine that'll bring up Joe's website there is a lot of resources there are a lot of materials on there there's Joe's uh, weekly blog that he puts out there you can sign up and subscribe to that to get Get the new information as it comes out through everything, um, and as you say, coaching is what Joe loves to do, and he is there for you if you want that help as well. Um, and you can engage with Joe through the website, see what he can help to offer you. That is JN Coaching Technologies. Yeah, perfect. Um So yeah, so I mean, your your uh, re-
1: response to that was incredible. When I to get to promotion, I'm going to be, admit this, and I. It's Difficult for me to admit, but I went home. I really thought this promotion was for me, so I was really tightly invested. I thought I was giving everything to the business, doing everything, you know, working long hours. Um, I really wanted it, and then I went home and I was that rejection, and I cried. I cried in front of my wife, and I said, I wanted that. And and it actually led me to, you know, not you know, to be quite what's the word, resentful, I suppose. Um, and I didn't deal with it very well at all because I felt almost like it was like a nailed on promotion for me, I thought, at that time, and I think you know because i had that expectation and it didn't come to fruition that that really upset me i felt that this was oh you know you must like that feel of a victim isn't it like oh i should have had that and there's all that all that play goes on and i recognized now that it was the best thing that could have happened to
0: me um, so how did that for me me to do the questioning oh here joe we okay, turn cool. it around the other way okay um how did what was the next step from that so like you said you went home yeah um it hit you really hard in terms of not getting that promotion. Mm. But what was the next step after that? The next step after that, I really wasn't conscious about it at all. I just went
1: back to work, just kept doing what I was doing. Because obviously the things that I was doing was working. Um, I just continued to say, well, okay, um, this is happening. I've just got to make sure I keep performing in my job. Um, you know, uh, the, the thing was that wasn't very clear about why I was rejected. That was probably one of the things that I... Found difficult because then you got you got feedback at the moment. I just got said, no, you're not, you're not successful. So I think there's a lot of two ways about this is that if you do get rejected to get that feedback, I really probably should have gone back and said, well, what was the reason? But I do know now in the long run that it was that it was more about the sort of style that I that I yeah. had. Um, but um, what I went on from that, I just continued just to do my job. I just, but at the time, I just continued to develop my team. I launched myself into the things that really lifted me up like developing the team and that's obviously you know after that of course we know about the coaching we did and all that sort of stuff so actually again it, when you look back at that because of the rejection I would not oh, if no, I'd got led that, to a good place for you if I'd got that position I wouldn't have been able to have done those sorts of things and I probably wouldn't be even here which is really odd when you think of it um that that sort of moment in time has led to this and it wouldn't have led to that coaching experience and all that so when you asked me the question about, you know, what do I do? That's exactly what I did. I just carried on, but tried to just launch myself
0: into things that I really enjoyed, like the people and stuff like that. Okay, I Helped think that's me. important because, like you said, you felt like contrary to me, you had quite a negative reaction. There, mm, but very, I don't, yeah. don't want to misplace the picture of everyone because this isn't – I don't think anyone can just skip through rejection and everything is just like water if it comes mm. back to you. It's all about that, for me, that cycle, your, mm. what you call your bounce-back cycle. Mm. Um, and it's quite a difficult story for me, which is probably a story for a different podcast. Oh, okay. But where I had that situation where someone actually referred to how quickly I bounced back from a negative mm. situation. Mm. And don't get me wrong, when if there are situations where there is rejection, it absolutely hits me like it does with everyone else. And I think it's what I've self-developed into is having quite a short bounce back cycle mm. so i go through and you can't avoid that cycle of how you feel about those emotions mm. but to get to a positive place quite quickly and I think more so being conscious of that is when I'm feeling bad because of those situations I know that I will come out the other mm. side but you know that's something you learn through experience of mm. going through it again and again and again so I think I consciously lead myself through that cycle mm. rather than just avoiding having any bad feeling whatsoever. Mm, I think that's really. Important. And I, just, I didn't want to portray a mispicture no. that it's just I walk out skipping no matter no, what happens. No, no. But it's how quickly you do that and what people see. Because like I said, you had that reaction, mm. but no one knows that. That was you know that was mm. in that was in private, and then mm. people saw you coming back in and doing your job. And it's I think it's how you deal with those feelings rather than. Not having those feelings whatsoever, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, I suppose I let them out at home rather than in my workplace. Yeah. And, and then I use that as
1: fuel, almost like to say, well, I'm going to launch myself in the things that I really enjoy. And I that's think that's that that like I really dealt really with. a really positive it. way of dealing yeah. with that. And you dealt with them, was like in a structured way, but I was almost, it's really strange, you look at the whole reversal, <laughs> and I dealt with this sort of like, responding reacting obviously in the emotional and then responding in a way that actually i'm going to launch myself into the i'm just going to even get better at what i do i'm going to get i'm going to learn more about that i'm going to help the people that i've got around me so but then that's naturally what i've flowed into and this is what we're doing here isn't it so so yeah so i agree that and i think the good thing you picked up on there was it will pass i love that phrase that when you reject it it will pass but you will learn something from it and i think it's extracting that piece out there so no matter how that if you do get feedback, sometimes you're going to deliver it in a bad way, can't it? like, oh, you just, you, whatever. But what you could do is like try and get value from that. So what is it in that information that there is valuable? Okay, sometimes it might not be any, it might be just that, it might be you rejected and it was actually no valid at all. And that might happen as well. But then use that as saying, well, okay, I was going to get better at what I do and use it as, as, as fuel almost to sort of say, well, I'm going to get better or I'm going to find something that, find something that's going to value me or find more roles that value me or find more work that values me or throw myself into something that i get energy from And i think those are sorts of things you could do
0: like when we talked about the concept of control which you can hear mm. in our archive at yes. inspirationnation.org.uk. um you you can choose you can't con- choose what how people are going to react to mm. you in an interview mm. or what feedback they give you or how yeah. they give you the feedback but you can choose how you react to that situation yeah. which is exactly what you just kind of yeah. articulated there and
1: i think responding to it is the key you know it's like cuz like i have i reacted didn't i like my 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 emotional reaction that was the thing that i wasn't controlling because i wasn't I feel there's a moment of awareness there. Like now I'm really much more aware than I was back then. And now it's about responding. And I still feel that emotion like Lee did and I did. But now it's about, okay, I feel that. But now I'm going to respond to it
0: um, in a good way. Absolutely. And like you said, you've learned that through experience. And, you know, what we want to be doing Mm. there is sharing this with people. Hopefully Mm. they can benefit from learning from our experience. As Mm. we said at the start of this, really good to hear what other people's views are. And I think the more we all share with each other these experiences, the more we all kind of, grow together
1: and I think as a community we'll grow together I think we'll all learn I mean you guys out there you're going to have all these experiences it be great for you to share them and I love it I mean I've been so impressed by the honesty out there and, and stuff like that so in that Facebook group that we talked about you know we could share stories in there about and, and everyone can learn from each other we'll learn stuff from you and things like that so I think it'd be really good and um, I know we sort of talked about that but as I say yeah, it's all good um but there's some things that, you know, talking about what we talked about, um, we need to sort of think about where we are, um, we need to sort of understand why we're putting ourselves into a position for possible rejection. So why are you doing it for me in that role was, okay, I, I just want to improve myself, okay? And do you know what, back then I was doing it for money. I must admit I was doing it for money, and that wasn't. but that wasn't the right thing to do. I recognise that now. Yes, money's important. I think it's in your top five, um, but it's not the thing you should go for. Look at that role and go, or that thing or whatever you're doing, do it. Do I love that? Is that something that's going to inflate my boat? So I think that's really important. So why are you putting yourself in that position? It's a real, and that'll make you more aware if you are rejected. That, okay, now I've got more feedback to grow that thing. Yeah, so that's annoying. So ask yourself if this is this correct course of action, um, considering you know about what your vision or goal is. So we're very intentional about the visional goal we set. So I've got a big vision about helping people, being inspiring people. So is that? the thing that I'm going to go next. And I have really recently got offered something and I rejected it because it wasn't in that frame. And Remember, we did the exercise about my inspiration nation and my one word is inspire. And if I don't feel inspired off that thing, it ain't happening. Um, so the role that was, I was going to go for was very like just sitting at a desk, writing all this training and coaching. I didn't want to write stuff. I want to be with people. I want to talk about coaching. I want to get the energy in the room. I need to be with people. And um, so that role, even though, I think I've said it before, I would've got probably more money, more promotion, whatever it is,
0: then for me, I had to reject it. So like you said, it's not, again, in retrospect, and as part of your whole journey, wasn't necessarily a bad thing. No.
1: So it's tempting to take it, it's always tempting to take it, but remember, you might get trapped in somewhere where you're not happy. And it's, and it's not a good place really and you won't feel the energy and you'll just be going through the motions for a You don't want that so you want something that's going to be firing up and doing that sort of thing. Good. Um, so when you're going for stuff you've got to accept that rejection is a possibility and tell yourself that if it happens to you you're going to grow from it. You know like Lee and I have talked about we, you will grow from it and, and it will pass and if you're rejected in any situation you know ask for the feedback and he's sort of recapping really so you can grow so you can use the sort of really objective feedback so you can start to grow and if someone's really invested in making you grow they're going to give you good feedback um, about what you need to do so it can happen in many forms um okay, i've got another story here um, so i used to play in a band and played a bass i created what i thought was a brilliant killer you know killer bass line and went to the band oh it's gonna be good i knew the band really well They didn't like it rejected it okay um and that was rejected um and i and i loved it you know and i felt oh, i'm not using it now and i almost felt like i'm a bit disengaged in a band a little bit and i thought no but i still played without gigging for a year but again there's another form of rejection there um and they thought their thoughts were i didn't again the style didn't fit what we were doing you know uh, you know it was more for and i was a, a 80s band that i used to love level 42 go mr mark king all right, love Mark King. If you're out there, Mr. King, you listen to this, love your bass lines, keep up the great work man. Um, But that's what I mean, it's not that type of thing. For um, so L42, it wasn't the same, but was sort of an indie band, so it didn't really quite fit. Again, I recognise that now, but at the time, I was really disappointed. Um, I just recognised that it just wasn't the right sort of the right fit for that style.
0: It's um, good, and with those examples, Joe, I think, mm-hmm. the, again, the message people there is the rejection isn't always a one-way street. So like you said, you when you get rejected, it's, you know, you can always feel why didn't they want me? Mm. Um whether that's, you know, a work context or a personal context mm. or anything else like that. But actually it, it works both ways because mm. actually it might be that they aren't right for you, not the other way round. Yeah, and yeah, it's like you said with those examples, yeah. actually what they were looking for, that's, it's not the right fit. And yeah. you, you, you've got to look at both sides of that that coin. Yeah. And it's so funny to say that. And it's like, I really get awareness when I talk
1: this through, like talking to Lee, like, it just made me say, that, like, I rejected the position. So I rejected, I rejected that's something. That's it, like you said. You've, but you it, said both, both ways. ways. When you said that both ways, I rejected something that was offered to me. Yeah. But that's because I knew where I wanted to be. And that's a really powerful thing
0: you know
1: so work with the with people or things that you really feel like you said when place. you
0: rejected that thing you didn't have any negative thoughts to what that was it just no. wasn't the right fear and that's that's the important mm. thing you know i don't rejection isn't necessarily a mm. judgmental thing but i think when you're in the receiving end yeah. it's very easy to feel that that's mm. what it is and actually when i
1: did do that i actually went to explain to the person that wanted me for for that particular position or you know thing we're doing and i went to them and i did say explain the reasons why really objectively like it's not because i don't didn't want to do it it's because it just wasn't a fit for me and i explained exactly what it was and in fact they totally recognized that the way i delivered that they recognized the reason why yeah and i think that was really important because i wanted to make sure that again that relationship piece as well if you can maintain that that's really positive you know so you know because they may be something talking about even the way you respond to it like we talked about that brand piece or whatever you want to talk about it it's really important is how you how you respond to that situation good so it's time like these that we need to be aware of our feelings. We're human beings, you know, and you say you know we get after emotions. We feel good, um, but rejection rejection makes us feel upset, which it did to me. So the point is that we must just process it, process that emotion. You can feel it, like Lee said, you know, you got the, you got the sort of you know the, the wave of is going to come of rejection. You're going to feel upset, and like the arc or curve, you know, you're going to come go down and come back up again. I'm drawing this in the air. I don't know why but I am, I mean, you can't really see it, but it's like it's like a U. I call it like you go down and then you'll come up at the end. And you like, you actually become stronger, actually. So you'll start at one beginning, you go down, but actually when you come up the other end of it, you actually become a bit stronger from it, and each time you go for rejection, you come out of it, you get stronger and stronger and stronger.
0: Absolutely, so, and there's a lot, you know guys listening out there if you want to look this up if you look for the patterns that you get and there's almost a similar thing that goes through and actually they say grief change and rejection all mm. follow a similar emotional oh, cycle and I think the important thing to know and this is kind of where I talked about earlier on the journey is no matter what you do it is very hard to avoid that journey but if you kind of if you accept it and you embrace it and you know where it's going to go mm. uh, that's really good and I see maybe we'll, we'll find some stuff and maybe post some of that mm. on, on Twitter or something to yeah, go yeah. with this video oh, I tell you, that'd be really good I think it? actually could
1: you post it in the Facebook. Group that'd be really good. I yeah. think posting the Facebook group, I think, then guys, you go and go and have a look
0: at that. I think that'd be great. Right? What do you think? No, I think that'd be very good. Um, on the subject of stuff we're going to post, Joe, as well. Um, you've referenced a few times in this show and a few others of your time in a band. Oh, yeah. So, is there any Recordings of you in this band because I'd if there is anything I'd really like to put so and I like how uncomfortable this is making you look right now because I feel like I'm turning the table. The
1: only reason I'm I'm (laughs) reluctant is only because some of the the band lyrics are a bit choice because we were very young then and I didn't choose the lyrics I must admit but I was playing the bass well, and
0: maybe we'll see if we can do an edited version maybe, or maybe a soundbite a, a, a bit of bonus content of I'd ha- everyone I have to Joey dig out rock and roll dance I have to
1: dig out the CD I've got it onto where we, it was on tape and we had to put it onto CD but I have got I'll show it to Lee and see what you think and then we'll just maybe grab some stuff out of it maybe
0: okay. shall I do that oh yes. my god so remind me <laughs> of that
1: oh god I can't believe it here's my slap bass I love a bit of slap bass um, so wow I just I'm a bit thrown by that to be fair <laughs> i not know what to do uncomfortable face um so you can't really see that but you would have been... anyway let's move on um is that is that right i don't even know that. Right. <laughs> i think you bamboozled me lee now got to right see. let's anyway, get, back anyway, on track. get back back on track you've thrown me a little bit there uh, it's good though it's all this best it's the best um so where do we really get to okay yeah so for me uh writing it down um uh, writing it down and processing it works for me. I need to write down my feelings. I've got my journaling, like we talked about in one of the previous podcasts. If I get rejection, I'll write it down now rather than just trying to process my head. And a a head processor. I'm not a head processor. I'm a paper processor. But you might be an image processor. Whatever that works for you, do it that way. Please find that the time to do that because it really works for me. But use something for you. Um, so it's just really... Do it in a healthy way. Recognise the the curve. Many of us don't want to talk, opening up honestly about how we're feeling, but doing it helps us grow. Helps us, you know, get rid of that overwhelm where we stop reacting and we start to respond, which is really important. Um, because emotion can, you know, really spark behaviours that aren't going to help us in the long run, and we need to make sure we we process it and make sure we respond in a place where we can be, you know, quite, you know, in a way that's quite logical and quite works for us so we can get better really so the trick just to respond uh, I'm still learning this I'm still learning I mean look at that Lee just threw a curveball about my bang and I was like oh and I felt a bit of emotional turmoil probably a bit of fear that we talked about in the previous podcast episode 7 I think it was um, but yeah but it's good um, because that's what this podcast is all about it's about being real um, so rejection brings up types of emotion um, I know I felt anger I know I felt resentment I know I felt jealousy because the person that got it um, self-deprecation you know, I felt I'm not good enough now. All that stuff was just coming up for me. Um, and just telling yourself you're not good enough. And that can lead to things if you don't process it. And okay, it's just really making sure that we do look at those things. Um, and make sure you, you know, that you, you engage your more positive part of you, your positive voice really. Um, so I have had issues with self deprecation, especially when I you know, when I started to feel depressed. That was a really big problem for me i know you talked about in episode one about my journey so handling those emotions is is key if we're gonna you know if we're gonna progress and grow um but if you have got those things where you can't get a cycle, they go see your doctor you know go get some help it's really important so rejection is a pretty huge subject and we've really talked at length about it Um, But we can we, we can get through it and we can look through it through a healthy lens so we can grow and that's the key is looking through a healthy lens really especially when we you know when we ask for feedback, you know, how we get it and how we process that feedback is really, so you can look at it positively. So one is gonna help you grow. Two is an opportunity to get better. Three, perhaps it wasn't that thing that you were going for, wasn't for you. you know, maybe, you know, it just wasn't for you. Um, number four, it will make you stronger so you can prepare for the next time. Like Lee's talked about that he prepared and the next time he did the interview, it was really helpful. So going back to, to John's rejection, the question um, we can deal with this, you know, we can deal with rejection. So seeing rejection as a path to growth is really key. Every, so every no, I believe this is a really good one. So every no is percentage towards the next yes. I really like that. So every no is a percentage towards the next yes, okay? I love that. And that's something I keep in mind when I'm doing things. So if things don't work out because of rejection, examine this and ask questions such as, if I approach this situation again, what could I do differently? But having, ask yourself empowering questions. right? So, well, oh, Why did I not get it? You know, That's going to go, well, you're not good enough. That's why. You can get into that self-deprecation cycle. You need to get out of that. So how can I minimise any downside? I mean, Lee talked about that he went and done research and things like that. So, All those types of things. Um, and recognise what Lee talked about again, what he can and can't control. You know, what can, you can control you. That's the only thing you can control in that situation, nothing else. Um, and it's just really making sure that you, you know, it's not always down to you. It just may work the right bit and that capability piece, really. Um, so, John did have, um, you know, John Michael did have uh, a second part to this question. So, if the plan fails at the first hurdle, what what then? So, let's deal with that. So, if the plan, you're going to go for this thing, you get rejected, what are you going to do? So, if plan falls at the first hurdle. Um, just know uh, that you can handle it and that you can, you know, you need to ask what are the reason for that phase? So if someone says they've rejected you, ask them, ask that feedback. What was the reason for it? So if you're going to work with a client, ask them what was the reason, uh, you know, engage with them because they might say, well, actually, this person's come back to me. Oh, that's really good. That's unusual. That's great. So you might actually sort of enhance your brand with that person because you've asked for them as to the reason. They might they might say, do you know what, just the way you've opened that call or the way you spoke, what was it about that? You can deeper question about that and then you can, Figure out the, the the pattern that you need to sort of uh, develop. So, what were the results? If you still want to pursue that idea, you know that's the question you need to ask. So what were the results, and examine them. And based on the result, what could you do differently the next time? So, what could I do differently? What could you do differently that could improve that? Um, and again, going back to how can I minimize the downside? What can I can't control? So, examine this deeply. Create a different plan and try again. Again, the results will dictate where you're going to go with it. Um, so. Wow, that was a pretty deep podcast, wasn't it? Uh, there's a lot of stuff in there. So the objective around this particular episode was, you know, how how we can process rejection, how we can be able to process it, and being able to recognise that rejection is part of the way we grow um, and improve. So we've covered today looking at rejections through a different lens. We've looked at accepting acceptance of rejection, and that it just wasn't to be because of whatever reason. Emotions and how we can process them, getting feedback and creating plans that we can improve and grow. Um, so, some tips. Should we go through some tips? Yes, that sounds like a good way to finish off. Give some okay. stuff to take away. So, jump in with anyone you've got. Okay. So, number one, I know I've sort of said it a bit previously, but also ask for feedback when you get rejected. I think it's a really big one. Some people aren't going to give you reasons, but go and ask. Number two, What's in the feedback that can help you grow? What is in there? You know, if it's delivered you in a bad way, then is there any information in there at all you can grasp to grow? Um, number three, we look at ways improving and practicing the skill or behaviour that you need to improve once you get that feedback. Four, review your le- review your learning. What have you taken, what have you taken out of that feedback? Have you taken it on board and actually practiced it? Because sometimes we take it, we analyze it, we don't do anything, we don't do take the action. So make sure you do that. And number five, if possible. Uh, ask the person who gave you the feedback to see if they see any improvements later. Like you might have a client you say, well, look, I've done this, I've done that. You looked at my website. Oh, is, do you see any improvement? How do you think that? Or if you're in a business so, or I've done these, try, have you noticed anything? Now maybe get them to keep a little eye on you to say, well, and that'd be a quite a nice collaborative work, piece of work. And people are really valuable that. And you're asking them, you're being open again. And again, that create that relationship piece around that. Um, so I do that type of thing, um, when I'm coached, so I've got a coach that I get coached that night. I actually had some coaching this week, and I say, "Well, look, keep an eye on my behaviour. What do you think?" And just um, and see what see how it goes. And improve. So I think that's it for me. I think that's inspiration, nation. That's it's another podcast. So that,
0: yeah, I, that's I think, good. That's a really good yeah. subject. Yeah, um, really enjoyed that conversation, actually. Yeah. Um, everyone listening out there we would love to hear your feedback I mean I know from seeing some engagement we get a lot of the people that are listening to this are kind of in that entrepreneurial space Mm. or in a space where they're looking to grow as people Mm. which there's no way if you're out there and you're doing that and you're on that journey that you can avoid um, rejection so hopefully this gives some help to that but we'd love to you know if people can share their experiences around that that would be absolutely fantastic I know that we've got you know we've got a, a a following in the writing community from quite a few people who are uh, listening to the podcast which has got to be a space where you must come across that all the time so again any experiences kind of people have got in that area be really really good for us to um to kind of hear and you know people are open to sharing that that'd be really good either you know giving us some messages back on twitter in the new facebook group anything like that would be really really good um so thank you everyone for listening once again yeah uh, Oh, look at this.
1: I just want to give a quick shout out to Ryan, who does all the podcasts and stuff. and like Yeah, big thanks, Ryan. Yeah, really appreciate that. And also, just, to, just a thank you, just a last thank you to John Michael Roo on Instagram for raising this because it's been a big one. I mean, this is like, you know, it's been a big one, this one. Um, I think it's a lot of things that we do. So thank you again yes, for that. absolutely. Just keep them coming. Keep all this stuff coming because we want to talk about stuff that's useful to you. And we, yeah, give us feedback on what you think, really. Yeah. So this is Inspiration Nation, and we'll catch you guys later.